One time for the city. My city. Bitch up from the land. Welcome everyone to the Epping and Stash podcast. I'm your host, Epi. It's me and Ryan. Ryan, uh, he's in multiple places. Same blog is here, but it's not blogs. It's podcast. Fakes, uh, Trash Sports Takes, uh, La Music Cafe. Is there anything you don't do, Ryan? Uh, no. No, not really. <laughs> is that all You're you kinda... do is podcasting? It feels like that's um, all you do. I, oh. I mean, I even do podcasts at work. You're kind of cutting out a little bit, so... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll blame AT and T for that one. Um, oh, fuck AT and T. I I even turn off. Yeah, <laughs> I turned off my <laughs> Wi-Fi so the Wi-Fi wouldn't be the issue, and I'm trying to be as close to the router while being outside at the same time. It's sunny day tip right now, and joins uh, getting to spend my time with another Browns fan for the first time. In a long time. <laughs> so, um, and that's why we're here, because, you know, um, we're both Browns fans. Um, I've, I've had the pleasure of getting to be on uh, Transport Takes uh, during the football season when you did, like, the Sunday uh, color cast uh, thing. And lately, we you know, you've been doing Twitter spaces, which allows basically, what, anyone on Twitter to pop in and... Uh, Pretty much, yeah. Voice their opinion. We, you had a good group last week, too, uh, for, all various places for team. And we were talking mainly about, Hey, the Browns signed Deshaun Watson or okay. traded for, and we can, I think we can all agree. He's a damn good quarterback. That is true. We can all agree on that. But with that, One comes thing we can. that <laughs> <laughs> but with that comes the fact that he's coming to Cleveland with, uh, I think he still has the 22 pending civil suits against him that are all sexual uh, assault in nature. And we kind of wanted to touch on both aspects tonight. Uh, you know, the person and the player. So um, as the person, uh, and I'll speak for myself first, I, I feel like um, having had a week to digest all this, I feel like Browns fans kind of fall in several different categories. Uh, there are ones that could not give two shits about whatever he did as a person. We have a franchise quarterback write us in for the Super Bowl. And then there's the other group that's like, fuck that noise. He's terrible. I'm turning in my fan card. And um, I fall into the group. I, I feel like I'm somewhere in between. Like, I'm not happy about who he is as a, as a person. Um, and I do realize this is a sports thing, not a technically a morality thing. But my first instinct wasn't, I'm going to go buy a jersey. But I was like, no. I'm happy to have him as a player. But does this put any asterisks on any good that might come of it? Like, yeah, we did good, but he's a terrible, shitty person. So where do you fall into the whole spectrum of it? I, I think I'm right there with you, man. Excuse me. Uh, it's, it's a shitty situation, you know, like we got to, you got to draw that line of morality, you know, <clears throat> and, um, Excuse me, I'm fighting the sinus infection. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I'm still like in this weird place with it. Like I'm still a week later. I'm not loving where we're at. Mm -hmm. um, I think we gave up the farm for him. And if this doesn't work out, we're totally fucked. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's tough because... 
Deshaun Watson, the person, like we don't know who he actually is. You know right. what I mean? And it's hard to say if 22 women are lying. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's not an right. easy thing to, not an easy thing to like balance there. It's like somebody's got to be telling the truth there. Right. Yeah. Cause you know, I, I did some digging not on purpose. Like I, I didn't want to end up jumping down the rabbit hole, but yeah. that was my instinct too. Is like, all right, there's 22 of them. There are some who could be faulty. I, I've read that maybe 10 of them did it specifically just to jump on the bandwagon, right. but that still leaves 12. I mean, even if you could deduce 11 of that 12, there's still one. And even if there's one, that's still not a good thing because, you know, and, and the only way out of it I can think of is if you Kobe Bryant, Bryant did it and was like, hey, I thought I had consent, but I didn't, or something. So it doesn't make it right, but at least there's like some remorse involved. But yeah, just the sheer number of 22 civil suits is, it's just a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a very high number. And I'm, and I'm not sure about you, but I frequent Dogs by Nature um, on SB Nation quite often. Um, it, it's not years ago. It almost seems like it's a more entertaining place to be when the Browns really sucked. Um, because you at least had <laughs> shittiness. It added a humorous level to it. But We I, had a I've parade, seen, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And I've taken the stance of, you know, no matter how someone reacts, it's not like my world is surrounded by Browns fans living here in California. There's a few. Like, there's a guy at my local grocery store in the meat department. He's a Browns fan. I know that. But there's not a whole lot of them here. And But I've taken the stance of, no matter how someone's feeling is, I support them. If they're over the Absolutely. moon about it, I'm over the moon for them. If they want to turn in their fan card, I would, I'd be like, hey, I understand. But yeah. I saw someone who's like, I've been a fan for 60 years, and this is the bridge too far. And that, one, that brings me to my next point of, you've been a fan for 60 years, that's a long time. I believe you were a fan when Jim Brown was a player. Um, we celebrate Jim Brown. Uh, 10 feet from me is a Jim Brown jersey. It's the first jersey I've ever bought. And we were discussing pre-show. Not only Jim Brown was a high, <laughs> a high character guy, like he, he documented uh, domestic violence cases. Right. right. So where do you draw the line? <laughs> you know, because we, we champion him as a legacy player for the Cleveland Browns, but he wasn't the role model either. I think, like, until the NFL draws a line, mm. I think I think the fandom is, like, where the NFL draws a line. You know what I mean? Like, if they're going to allow it, it, like, you know, Ray Rice, or Ray Rice knocked the shit out of his girlfriend in that elevator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was allowed to play, what, six weeks later? Something yeah. like that? <clears throat> until I mean, the video came out, yeah. Right, right. Is that what it was? Yeah. And then he got released, but he was still allowed to come back. And it's just like, dude, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's so clear right there. And people were championing for, for him to come back. And it's just like, where do you draw the line? You draw the line where the NFL draws that line. Because if it's okay by them, then people are, they're still going to be making their money. You know? Right. Right. For me personally, like, I'm always going to support the Browns. I'm not going to go out and buy a Deshaun Watson jersey. I'm not going to go 
you know, seeking his fucking rookie card or anything like that. Like, no. <clears throat> Fuck Deshaun Watson, personally, <laughs> as, as a person. Yeah. Deshaun Watson is an incredible football player, and he does, like you said, bump us to that next level. So it's just, it is tough to, to like choose a side, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> right. And, and I feel like maybe you brought this up or maybe one of the other guests on Twitter last week mentioned like, well, how, how would I feel if they say we win the Super Bowl this year? Like it almost feels like it would take some of that excitement out of it with that. Yeah. But added to something of that level, but Maybe by the end, I feel like over time, some of this will go away. Like I mentioned Jim Brown at some point, it's not even something you talk about. Unfortunately, I mean, I would think right. anything that harms another human being, especially a woman or a child, mm-hmm. should not go ignored. But I agree. I just feel like we have this chance where maybe we made the move because I, I want I want to be happy in the fact that they felt like we were a quarterback away from having it all. And then I also want to support them and being happy that they actually assembled a roster that would make them think that they were a quarterback away from having it all. But to get to that point and have it have any sort of negativity attached to it just kind of stings a little bit. It does. It does. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm still going to support them. Like I said, it's, <laughs> I, I totally understand both sides all sides of it. You know, if you don't want to support the team anymore, I totally understand if, if you're all in on Deshaun Watson as a player, I totally understand. Uh, I don't know, man, I'm still like digesting all of this a week later. It's like, it's, it's a I roller coaster, man. I think I made my piece with it. Cause like, you know, we both have said, I'm not rushing out to get the number four Jersey. It was never my instinct. And normally I'm someone who doesn't mind, especially when it's DH gate, not the NFL shop. I, I don't mind <laughs> getting myself a, a, a third price Jersey. That's just as good. I, right. I, I think my, my feeling was in lieu of buying merchandise, I was going to actually donate to charities for this one. Um, I, I guess this may be some, uh, a cheat code and clearing my conscience a little bit. Uh, like, you know, I'm still going to support them. They have this bad character. You could argue that we have two bad characters on the team now but I'm at least going to make right with it by donating to some charities that may support abused women or, you know, vi- you know, victims of some sort and something like that. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, I, I've seen a lot of people doing that and I, I totally get that too. Um, like I said, I'm just like, I'm still in that like shock phase. It's just, it's, there's a lot to take in here, man. And especially with the way, like, you know, they've treated Baker Mayfield in the whole situation and Baker Mayfield treated the situation. Like, it's just, it's a fucking nightmare, man. It's a nightmare. Yeah, it, it was a hard one. So to kind of transition off this aspect of it, like keep talking about the subject at hand, um, I was a little surprised that they made it as far as they did in the Deshaun Watson trade. But I wasn't surprised when I think last Thursday they said the Browns are out of it. I'm like, well, yeah, he doesn't want to come up north. Like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, I mean, <laughs> right. you know, we're not a sexy destination, especially for a, for a Southern kid. And 
then Baker did what he did. And I feel like if Baker had just kept his mouth shut, he probably would be on another team right now. Yep. But that's besides the point. But in support of Baker, like he's the one person, like there, there's two people specifically that no matter what they do in life, I feel like I will always support them for what they've done for the Cleveland Browns. That's Baker and Jarvis. Um, yeah. I feel like both of them to a degree deserve a lot of credit taking us from own 16 to the say we, we could potentially be Super Bowl. Fit. I mean, even before like last going into last season, we had some hype, right. And they deserve a lot of credit for that because it wasn't easy. And Baker had the attitude of when he's going through the combine, like if anyone's going to turn that place around, it's going to be me. And after years of people publicly saying, we don't want to go to Cleveland. I mean, how sweet is that? Like, and, and he did his job, but maybe his job wasn't to finish the job, unfortunately. So and I told Mrs. Eppie, she's a Niners fan, that I think Baker's the kind of guy that I would buy his jersey even when he goes to his next team and still support him. I said, I'm sorry, you know, the Seahawks, I'll buy that just right, right. to support him because he, he deserves a lot of credit for what he's done. And... Yes. Yeah, but yeah. Oh. With, all that, with all that said, though, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb has been my guy, though. Like, I'm in love with yeah. Nick Chubb. Oh, who is it, man? Who is it? <laughs> and Miles Garrett? <laughs> I mean, come on. So, how do you feel about giving up the three first round picks? It's a lot, man. It's a lot. Uh, I think one of those, what's picks, a bigger risk that or giving up Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, if I'm not wrong, I think one of those picks was traded. No, no. Deshaun Watson was the number 12 pick in the draft that year. We traded with the Texans to go back to 25 yep. and they took Watson. So it's all coming like full circle. Um, three first round picks is a lot, man. It's, it's a lot for anybody. And, you know, I feel like right now the trade value for Baker Mayfield is only going to be like a second or third round or second or third day pick mm. at this point. And that sucks. Yeah. It should be so much more than that, man. Like, but if they do it right and you know, they get somebody that's willing to kind of cut their pay every now and then to stay on the roster. And I think we could have a long run, but the AFC is so fucking stacked right now. It's disgusting. <laughs> and now, now we have Matt Ryan too. So I was like, <laughs> well, like I'm not worried about Matt Ryan, but uh, there's, there's rumors today that, you know, there might be a trade Tom Brady to the Miami Dolphins. What? Yeah, you didn't see that? No, I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> yeah, the report the report is that he's petitioning for a trade to the Dolphins. Which I don't understand. Um so that may that means like the NFC is for Aaron Rodgers. It's it's his. Like <laughs> take yeah. it. That's it. It's only him at that point, yeah. I mean, the AFC is just so <laughs> stacked. It's unbelievable. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> but we need realignment. <laughs> yeah, we really do. We really, really do. 
But you know, I, but I want to point out the thing about the three round, like the the three first rounders, is it came to my attention. The Niners gave up three first rounders to draft Trey Lance. That is true. And now, now Trey Lance didn't come with a two hundred thirty million dollar contract. No, but I feel like guaranteed. over the next two, yeah, over the next few years, that two hundred thirty million, uh, the forty six million a year for a quarterback is really not going to be much money three years from now. It's going to hurt a little bit next year and maybe year three, but year in four and year five, you know, once Lamar Jackson gets paid, once Joe Burrow gets paid, the money Watson's making is not going to seem as steep. Um, so I'm not worried as much about that part. I mean, that's just the price of having a good quarterback, but you know, we had the chance to reset the market a little bit. And then it's actually going to be kind of comical to see what the Brown family does in Cincinnati because they're yeah. historically cheap. Uh, they wouldn't even build their team an indoor practice facility. So I kind of want to see them have to handle paying Joe Burrow possibly $55 million a year because <laughs> they're not going to like it. <laughs> if if Joe Burrow can stay healthy, they're going to have to pay him. Yeah. They're going to have to. And it's it's going to be ugly. <laughs> it's going to be ugly money, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know, man. I, I I do agree. Like the three third round picks, it seems like a lot, but at the same time, we have what nine draft picks in this in this draft, eight something like something that. Like that. Yeah. Like there's always room to move up, and I don't know. I I, I don't fucking know about anything, man. Nothing makes sense anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're still processing it. You know, and the way I see it is, I feel like. Andrew Barry has earned my trust. Um, I feel like he has been good at finding talent in the draft. And what he can't find, I have found, I feel like he's been really good at getting quality players in on one-year contracts. So That's going to be important going forward. Oh, yeah, especially probably in 2024. In 2023, probably it's going to be especially important is filling those gaps in with uh, cheap veterans, basically. Because I, I feel like the one person who we're going to lose because of this, and it doesn't make me necessarily happy, is Denzel Ward. Yeah. I really hope he, he takes a discount to stick around. Jeez. <laughs> Wouldn't that be He's nice an Ohio one? boy. Yeah, so that I know. Helps, I guess. I mean, it's it's great to see these guys like Newsom and, you know, JOK getting excited. And, mm-hmm. you know, like those young guys we need to keep around here. Right. So, you know, if you get everybody on board, it's, I think it's a little easier said, it's a little easier to keep the talent for a little cheaper. Like Tom Brady used to do all the time. Mm-hmm. He'd bring back these guys all the time because they wanted to play with Tom. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. And shoot, so, I've been hearing rumors that OJB, uh, OBJ might want to come back now. So I'm like, I fucking hope not. <laughs> I hope not. He's, he, uh, God damn it. I hate that guy. Uh, (laughs) I'd be happy to have Jarvis back. I'll say that. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. I'll agree. But fuck OBJ. Fuck his dad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like take your, take your son and go play somewhere else. I don't give a shit where he's not going to be healthy for the, for a whole year anyway. Like he's fucked. Probably November at the earliest I'm guessing. So yeah, he's so injury right. prone out at this point. It's like, why bother? Yeah. 
You got your ring, go away now. Just don't yeah. just don't go to the Steelers, Ravens, or Bengals, and I'm okay. Just I don't care if he does because he's not gonna stay on the field. So <laughs> I just don't Fair care. Enough. I don't give a shit. <laughs> he comes here, he's just another fucking casualty. <laughs> you know, that we have to deal with, and I don't want to fucking deal with it. Right. Right. We have enough drama now. We don't need his drama yeah. on top of Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You know, number one for me is bringing Clowney back. We need that. That's, that'd be huge. That'd be huge. But I want to say something for our Steelers uh, friends who are fans. Um, our defense is more than just Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward and nine other guys. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it had Micah Parsons not existed, I think people would have been talking about Jeremiah Usukoromoa more often because he was one of the highest ranked linebackers. Uh, he's actually the guy who took out Lamar Jackson for the year. Um, not in in degree, just like terrible, like you know, Joe Theismann him, but he tweaked his ankle enough that Lamar Jackson missed like the last six weeks. Yeah. And um, and I, I had felt that's probably why he was drafted was to chase him around for ten years, and he was damn good at it. So I'm happy to have him. Newsom was great, and um, I think now that Delpit has a year under his belt. Um, he'll, he'll be better within the system because for the most part, there was what, maybe four truly bad defensive games, which could have been caused either by, I don't know, uh, Joe was not changing mid game or just too many injuries, but I felt the de- the defense for the most part was pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it was a what top 10 defense, I think. I think no. so. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think you're wrong. He, he, Joe Woods did a great job with what he had. Like you said, there were four games where it was like highly questionable, but he had a top 10 defense. Yeah. And that that's including all those injuries and COVID and all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he did a good job and I think this defense is pretty stacked. Yeah. I mean, the defense gave us a chance and there was a few games late that probably decided our playoff hopes. Like I'm thinking Raiders specifically. Raiders number one, yeah. Yep. We had no business being in any of those games given the COVID situation with the offense. Mm-hmm. But his defense kept us in both games. Like we had to just yeah. win them both because of him. I still will never for I'll forever never understand how the fucking Patriots scored like 45 on us. That blew my mind, man. But we could not stop him all day. Like I I, no. I did not shed a tear when CBS cut that broadcast off after like <laughs> the third quarter. I'm yeah, like, I no. <laughs> you know what? And I don't think Mac Jones is everything that they're trying to make him out to be. No. Uh, you know, it's, he's not bad. I'm not going to say he's a bad player, but I mean, he, he's all right. I'm not right. going to go out there and say, oh, this dude's fucking incredible. Like he should have been rookie of the year. No, fuck that. <laughs> Oh, no, not at all. But we're about ready to see who it truly is because uh, Josh McDaniels took the Raiders job. So, yeah. And uh, the AFC is so fucking stacked. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Like, I I was, uh, do you ever listen to Cleveland Browns Daily at all? uh, Once in a while, yeah. Yeah. So I was listening this week um, because of all the hype, you know, with uh, all this going on. And, from their perspective, and I'm talking there being uh, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura for those who aren't Browns fans, uh, their perspective is there's, what, 16 teams in the conference? 
13 of them have a legitimate right to say they're a playoff team. (laughs) That's nuts. You could even argue more. It's, it's like, it's stupid. I hate this place. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We finally get good. That's the one thing I'll joke about Steelers fans is, yeah, you had Ben Roethlisberger for 20 years, but you had him during the time of Tom Brady. So, (laughs) yep. But now, now exactly. it's our turn. We finally, we finally get good, and that's when everybody's good. So exactly, yeah. Especially if fucking Tom Brady goes to the Dolphins, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be so rough. <laughs> I don't really want to. He should stay in Tampa Bay. I mean, I, I, I think if he was smart, he would just stay, knowing that the NFC provides a clearer path. Yeah. Um, it, it's now. Um, I think I think there's a basketball analogy to pull here. I remember at one point in time, I think the Western Conference and, and the NBA was completely stacked, and I think it was one like LeBron and like D Wade were playing together, and Chris Bosh in Miami, and it just made sense because no one was in the East except for them, and then the you know the, the West was just like that knockout, dragout fight with like the Lakers and the Spurs and uh, whomever else. I'm going to guess maybe Houston was good at that time too, but. I think that's probably the equivalent, the NFL equivalent now to that. Uh, I could see that. <laughs> so, what do you think our chances are now? I mean, I, I guess that's a loaded question because we it don't is, know. Yeah. Because I, I think there's a good possibility Watson gets suspended for at least six games. Yeah, um, he can appeal that suspension, and he can play during that appeal. So it just depends mm-hmm. on how long they take to go through that process but um i don't know man it if we have jacoby Brissett starting i'm not confident <laughs> gee i wonder why um um <laughs> uh, it is a tough question man like if jacoby plays we really have to lean on that run game yeah because i i just did you watch the press conference today I, I, I'm going to at some point, but I haven't seen it yet. Deshaun said he is not going to settle with any of the women. Okay. So he's going to fight to clear his name is what he says. Mm -hmm. And that could either be a very bad thing or a very good thing. Right. So I guess we'll see how that works out. I don't know. That's tough because I'm not a legal expert, but from the basic inform the basic that I know about the legal system in this case, what occurs in the civil suits could he, he still there's no double jeopardy involved. Like if something comes up in these civil suits, it could still bite him legally on the criminal side. So yeah. I, I mean, I, I get the I get wanting to clear name. But it is tough because in the civil suits, pleading the fifth is a completely different scenario than doing so in a criminal situation. So that is tough. And I would think if you missed any time, it depends on who the opponents are during that six or eight game stretch. Because if he misses six and they go for six, I would not feel comfortable he's going to come in off the street after a year and a half of not playing football and winning 10 games. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I think we can probably agree that perhaps maybe this wasn't done with 2022 in mind, but perhaps maybe 2023. Right. Well, and I think that could also be a reason that they haven't just released Baker Mayfield. Um, I don't think he's going to want to play for us, but I don't think he no. really has. I don't think he really holds any cards here. If he sits out for the year because we keep him, he has, he's going at league minimum. Yeah. Nice. And I felt prior to Deshaun Watson actually picking the Browns. And I get his reason for being butthurt. Like, I, I'm, I'm not going to, like, say he's stupid, get over it, because, you know, they are professional athletes, but they are human beings at the end of the day. Yeah. <clears throat> but I felt like his best power play that he could have done is, like, I understand mentally if he said, regardless, I'm not re-signing with Cleveland, I get it. His best thing he could have done for himself is just man up, fall out the best he can, because I feel like a healthy Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback. Um, I would say top half of the league, not top 10, but maybe top half of the league if he's healthy. Earn that $40 million contract with somebody else. And say, hey, you know what? Okay. I gave you the chance. You didn't want me. Thank you for the good times. But I, I felt like, because you know, I had heard that he was he had been offered last year a $30 million per year contract, and he chose to bet done. on himself. Yep. I was like, they try to commit to you. I get it's less money. Uh, I get that this offense doesn't require much of you, but if you truly wanted a forty to forty-five million a year contract, your best bet would have been just put it aside the best you can mentally and just ball out and let someone else pay you. Yeah. And then we could look. Then we could look stupid yet again. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. But he did it to himself because he couldn't help himself. And I, for, watch, for that, watch I feel Deshaun, Watch Deshaun Watson go to prison, and we watch Baker Mayfield take the Steelers to the fucking Super Bowl. I think I would give up on football forever at that point. I would too. I absolutely would. <laughs> I absolutely would. <laughs> I don't think I could ever watch the Browns again after that. And I hear rumors too that you know, if we were to release some Steelers, would be interested. Oh, I'm sure they would. I'm I mean, sure they would. And I don't know how I feel about that. Just like Trubisky. Joe Hayden. Trubisky's not that guy, man. He's not going to lead you to the promised land, especially in this fucking AFC. It's just not going to happen. No, not at all. <laughs> like you're going forth in the division, no matter what. Like. <laughs> Enjoy ending that streak of being eight and eight or better for twenty years because, yeah, Trubisky's not that guy. No. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, I, I definitely do. Thank you for making the time to come on. Uh, the audience wouldn't know this, but I've been trying to get you onto this podcast been a minute <laughs> yeah it's been a minute I, I think i send you the link every week yeah uh, <laughs> i especially wanted to get you on during football but i will i will make a way to make it happen moving forward um i've always enjoyed our interactions uh on trash sports takes and um uh, thank you for that medium like you have a very creative way of going about it um for the audience listening because you did color cast could you explain more about color cast and how that works Colorcast is awesome. Uh, it's, you know, you can get on there and you can 
broadcast the game. You can call the game as you're watching it. And it's, it's a really cool platform for creative people that, you know, they think they're better than Joe Buck or they think they're funnier and they, than the Manning cast and they want to have a good time. It's, it's a great platform. Um, it didn't work out with us just because like we were having some connectivity issues mm-hmm. with trying to do this live. So we decided to go the other route with uh, spaces, which is cool. Um, I need to master that a little bit and learn how to moderate a little bit more mm-hmm. because I think Brent almost put his fist through the wall last week with that Niners <laughs> fan. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Yeah. I mean, I will say as someone who's more introverted, um, who, uh, and I feel like maybe even my audience would be surprised by this is typically I'm someone who's a little bit more shy. And I feel like my main attribute to a conversation is more like witty one-liner. And I love jumping on the Twitter spaces. I I love the banter. Uh, I love the conversation with you all, but it's hard for someone like me because I don't have the visual piece to it. I can't see when I have an opening to speak. (laughs) So that, that part for me is hard, but man, that Niners fan last week, oh my gosh, he just kept going and going and going. It was like, what do you guys think about this? What do you guys think? It was so ADHD. (laughs) It was unbelievable. (laughs) It's just like one minute. He's talking about Deshaun. The next minute he's like, what do you think about the Raiders picking up this guy? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Let's stay on topic here. Fuck the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I would think Brent would have loved that being little ADD himself, but <laughs> now there there are a few times I was back there. I was like editing the audio, and I decided not to cut out the audible size at the end of the <laughs> Brent. Brent would start talking and the guy would be like, well, what do you think about? And he's like, (sighs) (laughs) and I will tell you, I I will tell you that the, because Brent's been on our show a few times and Brent's been my best friend since we were like eight years old. Yeah. Uh, We're both hitting 40 here pretty soon. And Stash is a good talker. You haven't met Stash, but he, he can get long winded. That's why him and I are a perfect pair to have started a podcast is I'm a better leader towards the conversation. He's better giver of information. The only time I've ever actually put my headphones down and just willingly walked away from the microphone mid podcast is when those two were talking. Cause like they just kept going and going and going. The, the conversation kept taking many turns and angles. I'm like, they don't need me right now. So I just walked away. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like that when, when it's him and Dill on the show, because they're both incredibly ADHD and yeah. I think I'm a more mild form of ADHD. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like, sometimes I'm just like, you guys talk, do your thing. <laughs> Get it out of your system. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on that, man. <laughs> yeah. I could definitely see you taking the time. And I know that you got a busy day ahead of you with uh, your podcast, but, um, before I let you go, why don't you tell the Uppy and Stash audience who has never had the pleasure of meeting you, so to speak, uh, let them all know where, what you're involved in and how to find you. Yeah. Uh, well, you can find us on Idiotville, obviously, the mothership. Uh, we record every Saturday 
usually about 10.30 we start. This week's going to be a little different because of the guest scheduling conflict. Um, trash sports stakes were usually on at 12.30 to 2 Eastern time. And we're on Twitter spaces. You can find us at Trash Sports Pod on Twitter. And my personal Twitter is Ryan Lewis TST. And yeah, it's follow us. Have a, have a good time with us. You can find my music podcast. If you like music, the cafe music podcast. Um, and that's, that's pretty much it, man. Sweet. Well, thank you. And then I have two closing questions for you. Cause you just reminded me, how did you get banned on Twitter by the guy from smash mouth? How did that happen? Uh, I didn't get banned. We got in a fight with him and then he blocked us. How did that happen? <laughs> um, I think he, he was calling out some Packers fan, a female Packers fan for being a Dodgers fan. And he's like, you can't be both. You can't be both. How dare you? And, you know, I was looking for my trash takes of the day and I was like, Oh my God, smash mouth. You're bringing it. (laughs) (laughs) So I called out smash mouth for being a gatekeeping son of a bitch. And (laughs) He didn't like what we had to say. He came back at us like one or two times and then he blocked us. Nice. So, I knew that happened, but I didn't know what occurred. But anytime I've heard Smash Mouth or something, I'm like, fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and I know it was, it was Dave Smash Mouth, the singer, but he's no longer yeah. the singer. So they got somebody oh. else. So even they got sick of him. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because he got really drunk at that wine festival and started like, giving Nazi salutes and shit. Oh, that'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, awesome. Well, thank you, Ryan, for making the time. I I hope to get to do this more with you, especially uh, when football comes up uh, in season again, I would love to do more of these Browns specific podcasts. So um, just thank you for all you do. You're very important in the podcast world as far as my eyes are concerned and uh, have a great weekend. All right. You too, brother. Thanks for having me. All right, until next time, uh, Ryan and I wish you a good afternoon, good evening, and good night. One time for the city. My city. Bitch up from the land till I die. Till I die. On the east side till I die. Till I die. Bubba now bone thugs till I die. Till I die. In the hood I'm good till I die. C-L-E till I die. Everywhere I go I'm putting on. Putting on, putting on. 